Hello, hello to all of my Bathist friends and well-wishers. Uh, welcome back to this <laughs> yeah, the episode. 205th conference of the Trash Future Bath Party. Yeah, this is the, this is the East London Bath Party. Uh, welcome to Bath Future, the podcast about how the yeah. future is bath. You're listening to Riley's Deep Bath with an apostrophe. I hate it. when I get kicked out of the Bath constituency party for like being a bit too controversial at the meetings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, uh, we are here with uh, 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 old friends and new. Uh, we are here with David Adler, the general coordinator and uh, three or four uh, time guest, and James Schneider, first time guest, the comms director of Progressive International. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty well, I think. I, being back here is always a joy and a pleasure. So, yeah. Aww, be, being so back, back here, here like we've let you in with all the, like, the cables and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Around yeah. the back, where the, where the basement family live. That's right. <laughs> backstage, backstage, where all of the podcast is made. Where the magic happens. Um, so one of the things, just jumping right into it, because uh, one, of, one of us has slightly limited time today. We're going we're gonna to dispense with all of the usual you know, fuckery up front. We, did, play, all, we, we did that with the bath stuff. You got your upfront laughs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're going. We're going right yeah. into vegetables. The laugh party. We're going, yeah, the laugh party. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going right into vegetables, but then we have some dessert for you at the end. Um, so, guys, guys, we're the vegetables. Is that <laughs> yeah, we were not right. greens. My 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 two my two my my two most favorite Brussels sprouts. Um, can you tell me what exactly is Amazon? I, I we like to talk about Amazon as being a kind of new. East India Company, mm. just a giant private transnational empire accountable to no one, although uh, sort of uh, in cahoots with various imperial forces that happen to occupy state houses around the world. Mm. Is it coming out of retirement for one last job? <laughs> well, that's a th I mean, it's such a funny, like the slide into this imp corporate imperialism feels like a frog in hot water. Like, you know, I think we still don't appreciate the fact that Jeff Bezos made $10 billion in one day in July. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that's probably the, cl the closest historical analogy we can make. Mm. But it, I mean, it's even, it's that, but it's even more sinister than that because it's, the pace of growth is so much more dramatic. It has all of those, it has all of those elements from before. But I mean, this, this company is not only sucking in enormous amounts of you know, huge stupendous amounts of wealth but is expanding into more and more areas of our lives uh, in ways that you generally don't see i mean david's got this nice analogy that it's a nice metaphor that amazon's like an iceberg and you can only see the tip and there's all of this stuff submerged underwater mm -hmm. uh, but it's like unlike all the other icebergs in the world it's growing mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. oh no um yeah so i i i sort of like to think about this right is that is, is Amazon a logistics company? Is it a stuff company? Is it a data company? Uh, is it a cloud services provider, which I think a lot of people underweight? And how do these things work together? And how do these things work together to make sure that like, no matter what happens, Jeff Bezos always gets richer? Right? If, you develop, um, if, you're, if you develop the next big app, let's say you, I don't know, you, you guys develop you know, Uber for... Let's say Progressive International becomes the Uber for something. Um, yeah. The Uber yeah. for dogs. Yeah. You just you can right. hire a dog <laughs> yeah. for a By while. By the minute. 
Yeah, let's say Progressive International yeah. pivots to a sort of something that allows like that you to exist for sure. Yeah, Fuck. it's called no. Well, Wag is kind of like that, the SoftBank startup, but it's you uh. can rent a dog walker by the. Never mind. But these yeah. ones would be leftists, and they would be from different countries yeah. or something. Yeah, comrade dogs. In this yeah, case, comrade you, dogs. you would get, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, get like a leftist with a van full of dogs who would pull up, and you would like be able oh, my, to take my, that my dog uncle. For you a mean walk. you turn on my uncle? <laughs> so, so, but if you were if you were to do that right, and you were to get tons and tons of venture capital. Most of what you would spend that venture capital on after you've rented your office in San Francisco or Shoreditch or whatever, is you would spend that on Amazon Web Services. You would, all, this, all this money, all this dynamic tech that, or, that we like to talk about and make fun of on this show, most of that money flows yeah, to Amazon Web Services through startups, which means Amazon Web Services for this quarter, which I was very interested in, outperformed Amazon every, outperformed every other division. It was 52% of its operating income this, um, this quarter. Which means oh, essentially, yeah. it's, it, it's great. It's it means that like the thing that gets you to be able to buy a package of sex dildos and get it the next day is entirely ancillary to just the server racks that everything runs off of. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. this is the it's the iceberg of icebergs because and we talk a lot about how people just literally don't know often of the existence of Amazon Web Services, let alone the fact that the other other members of the so-called fangs, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, run on Amazon Web mm -hmm. Services. I mean, Netflix is on an Amazon server. Now, if you think in terms of infrastructural power and who's really got them by the balls here, it, it's, it once again, is Jeff Bezos. Mm. The man who has the world's balls in a vice, and he is, <laughs> and he is using them to reskin his shiny head. He looks a bit like a bull, yeah. yeah. Um, and what I find very interesting, James, you mentioned this, is you don't know they're in an industry even until they've dominated it and they're inescapable. So I've been doing some reading about how since 2012, they've been trying to become the only place for high fashion, for example. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are some other, other examples like Prime Video and so on. Uh, yeah, I think because what they've, what they've built and fundamentally how we should be thinking about how we're going to take it on is they've built the infrastructure for planning an economy. They've built the infrastructure for of the full integration of uh, the global movement of information and goods and pre-guessing, pre-working out who is going to want what when with an absolutely incredible amount of data and, and an incredible logistics uh, service built on top of the, the, the web system. So I think for us to be looking at it, it's like, yeah, of course, this is a, a bad company that does bad things. And they do really bad things. I'm sure we'll talk about a lot of the really like just obviously objectively awful stuff that they do. But what is, you know, what's the step change in it? You know, the, the corporate exploitation is as old as corporations. But what is the thing that is new? And it's the fact that it's pointing towards a, a future of a fully globally integrated planned economy that is planned within this corporate giant mm -hmm. and i think that's how we need to be thinking about it if we're going to find a way that builds an alternative to that and that cracks it open in some way mm. and you guys uh one of the reasons we're talking to you guys today about this is that you recently were said like had an, had an article come out about looking at how to organize against amazon organizing contra amazon it can't be traditional it can't be localized it has to be like spread throughout the supply chain like a web rather than looking at pinch points, right? Yeah, and this, I think this goes back to the, the point we we're making about the iceberg, which is that you know, Amazon succeeds through this massive scheme of concealment. There's just so much we don't see of those operations. And if we did see, if they were made visible to us, 
as consumers, as workers, as activists, especially, would be entirely objectionable. Now, part of that is because they're further down the supply chain. So sitting here in London, uh, in the, the basement where I'm playing around with all the cables, as was That's right. established at the beginning of the podcast. And the um, Assad post is. What I, what, I see, <laughs> what I see of Amazon is the, you know, click here to buy and it's, the package arrives on my doorstep one, two, three days later. Um, what, Not springing for Prime, are no, we? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what, what you don't see, even within Amazon's own supply chain, is uh, well, you know, what's happening in, in the production, distribution, and indeed in the delivery. You know, mm. uh, what, what's happening in these warehouses. That's the most proximate piece of that supply chain, right? Where people in our own communities, oftentimes just blocks away, are working these backbreaking hours, you know, peeing in bottles, uh, listening to blasting loud music to keep them awake at late hours. I saw to package that. These, package these uh, things being paid yeah. shit wages. So that's the, the, the first step of this. But I think that when it comes to this article that James and I have written, and I think we'll get into how and why we wrote it off the back of this global day of action on Black Friday, was to say, um, it's not just about Amazon's own supply chain. It's about linking struggles that are adjacent to it. So mm-hmm. one of our partners in this was the joint, uh, the, the Hawkers Joint Action Committee of India. These are people who don't work for Amazon, uh, ostensibly have nothing to do with Amazon, right? And were we to bring that up to Jeff Bezos would say, I don't have anything to do with the hawkers who work locally in India. But what they say is, you know, we rely fundamentally on these circular local economies where I go to farmers and I buy their produce and I go to my local markets and I sell that produce. And Amazon's, you know, imperial efforts at vertical and horizontal integration, bringing everything into one giant corporation is just, you know, eroding, if not erasing these local economies on which millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people's lives and livelihoods depend. Mm. So to take on Amazon is, of course, to organize all the workers impacted by Amazon, which includes also garment workers in Bangladesh who are working for Amazon suppliers that will then ultimately be making the final buck for Jeff Bezos, but also linking together these struggles that seemingly have very little to do with each other, right? Why would, a, mm. why would a, you know, why would a, an, an activist fighting for the preservation of the forest, uh, the Amazon forest, Amazon rainforest care about what's happening to hawkers in India? Well, of course it's, it is part of this same sort of corporate infrastructure. And, and the example mm. you bring up in the article is that like Amazon promises to have a fleet of green delivery vehicles, which sounds lovely, but that requires the massive intensification of lithium mining in South America. So it's that it is essentially, it is an entity that because of its sort of size and rapaciousness is unable to act without decimating someone somewhere. Right. And then also, you know, looking at from our side, which is the, the collective response, the, the progressive response that what we, what we can do about it, the, why, the reason why it's such a good target is because it brings all those things together but there's a name, there's a face, there's something that we can use to articulate those different struggles together. The environmental struggle in, uh, in Bolivia alongside uh, garment workers in, uh, in Bangladesh, alongside tax justice campaigners in the US and data privacy activists in Berlin. I mean, this, this is, uh, it, it bears repeating, this is the richest man in history. Mm. Like, mm. you know, Mansa Musa, but okay. Right, okay. But for yeah. he's not even doing yeah. anything cool yeah. with it, like Mansa Musa was. Yeah. It's not like when he collapses economies, it's on purpose rather than by accident. Yeah, yeah. he's not—he's not somehow creating a city in the desert. Yeah. He's just spending a bunch of money on his stupid O'Neill cylinders. I know. Bring back Mithridates. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. I want Jeff. If till Jeff Bezos starts a religion that involves getting a bull sacrificed over top of you, I'm not interested in what he has to fucking <laughs> yeah. say. Least yeah. least cool richest man. Oh, yeah. He has got Easily. to be. The lamest rich guy in history. I was looking at his Twitter. He like he stopped tweeting, but his second to last tweet, which was in February, was a picture of him and Lizzo at a Laker game. And it was like, 
I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% a Lizzo fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this this is rules. the guy. This, this is the, the richest he couldn't man even in hire, you, could, you could get lessons from like Prospector Radiator or whatever in posting with that much money. And he just hasn't. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to talk a, l- a little bit more about, about what you're talking about, though, right? Like, which is that it seems like Amazon... Uh, in addition to Amazon Web Services, Amazon like Logistics, Amazon Fashion, Amazon Prime Video, we see really like it's also just Amazon contradiction heightening. It is a, it is a massive global contradiction heightener that makes all of these things completely inescapably together, but also that has um, some uh, very ominous uh, as as president. One of one of my favorite um, uh, of of uh, my president forever, Donald Trump's uh, sayings mm. was uh, fierce dogs and ominous weapons uh, at his disposal. Right. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, ominous dog? Nope. Yeah. It's like a, the kind um, you might hire by the minute at some point. <laughs> <laughs> ominous leftist dogs were hiring by the minute. So um, uh, Amazon's, Am- Amazon's uh, uh, ominous dogs, uh, ominous weapons and fierce. Now you got me doing it. Uh, om- ominous weapons and fierce dogs. Um, and they where include basically like like we say the pandemic has accelerated everything, um, and it has also accelerated uh, surveillance in Amazon warehouses because there we had before like wearables and so on that would tell people if they're picking too slowly. Mm-hmm. But now we now have you useful. have a health Pinkerton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just the, just the same Pinkerton, but he's wearing like a big red cross. And no, it's it's this it's the. <laughs> It's a Pinkerton, but like for team building. So he leads you in a song, but he's got a truncheon for if you get a note wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a few things. Uh, they have con- we have confirmed they are indeed hi- they have indeed hired the Pinkertons, like the railway barons of old, um, to do like uh, basically to do like what I assume some kind of global distributed Peterloo situation. You know the you know the Pinkerton agency has a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah we listen to the stream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we found this out on the stream the other day. Uh, it's a 22-minute podcast called Pinkerton Insights, and it's the most mm. Pete Buttigieg shit imaginable. <laughs> I, I can't believe they still exist. I mean, I'm not surprised that something like them exists, but I can't believe that it's literally they never the got, Pinkertons. Like, subsumed into, like, G4S or I'm surprised that they never changed their name. Because, like, like, think of it like no, Blackwater. A, no, for them, it's an amazing yeah. brand, though. Like, True. they're marketing to people who want some fucking evil people to shut down labor organizing mm-hmm. why not go with the guys that have got the got the track record of that Pinkerton, we're passionate yeah. about evil <laughs> that's right they're the oxbridge of uh yeah. strike breaking yeah. <laughs> um so but the uh it's it is very it, it also again if you want to say contradiction heightener uh that this is completely the same thing just bigger and worse uh but they also have they've moved from just like tracking like worker movements and delivering them a helpful shock if they uh, <laughs> move in the wrong direction to now using a program called monitron well that sounds good awesome another another innovation from the ominous department <clears throat> their comms department are really doing a nice job yeah. that is yeah, yeah. the uh, they, they have a new innovation called the overseer <laughs> <laughs> why does it have these gatling guns yeah. There are a lot of skulls on this. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't look, don't worry about the skulls. You're going to just... have a great time here at Amazon as long as you don't dissipate the black rune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when the overseer's eyes glow red, 
don't let that happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we love to do onboarding and you get your high-vis and you get your locker and then you get introduced to the Iron King. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does it do? What is Monotron so supposed Monotron to do? Monotron is, because basically like, this is one of these things where the trajectory of developing this has been um, happening for a while, which is sensors are getting cheaper and smaller mm-hmm. because the whole like, again, you've heard us talk with this uh, about like the Great Reset and all this, how it's about Internet of Things and sort of increasing surveillance and all this stuff. Uh, sensors are getting smaller and cheaper because they have to go in more things. And so Monotron is um, basically being added to every piece of everything in the Amazon uh, warehouse. And that's integrated through Amazon Web Services and is integrated with another really fun program called AWS Panorama. Oh, well, that sounds hmm. good. Yeah. I mean, what like, could be bad about Panorama? Just yeah. nice photos. That's just all a, it is. Just, fun. A, yeah. just a great documentary series. <laughs> That's um, right, yeah. And, and, uh, or not. Yeah, where, uh, where John Ware comes and says you're not working hard enough. <laughs> I just don't, my, my confusion, uh, I'm dying to hear about what Panorama does. My confusion about the, mon- the Monotron, it's called Monotron, right? I'm getting that right. Monotron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, Monotron. I just don't understand how much choreography you, of the human body is possible. Like there's only so much surveillance that is necessary. Is I? It's sort of. I imagine it's sort of as- oh, so asymptotic. Oh, ye of little faith. Do this. No, we're going to get. We're going to go so much deeper before we're through with this stuff. There's a monitron sensor on your dick to see if you're aroused by yeah. any of the products, and they're just collecting that data for reasons. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, no, I get the objection right, which is like there is an upper bound to how efficient you can make a person by doing we're this not, stuff. You know, we but, can't move in a million directions. Yeah, We've got four but limbs. But it's not about mm. the efficiency at that point. Then, unlike it, the it kind of is who has many. Traditionally, it's like, yeah, it's, it's purely a coercive measure at that the, point. I think there's actually something good about Monotron. I mean, obviously, mm. it, the way... Yes, of course, everything about Monotron <laughs> is good. No, I mean, obviously, the intense surveillance is horrible. Like, But the, the fact MKVD. that they think that they have to do it, the fact that they think that they have to do this invasive um, monitoring of trade union organizing, the fact that they have these... Um, uh, they coach all their managers with these videos about how to spot people who might do labor organizing and basically what to, you know, how to deal with them. Like, they must be really frightened of something. And it's not like the fact that it's going, if people, if pay goes up a little bit or like productivity slacks a little bit, that they're suddenly going to not make any money. I mean, they've made so much money this year that Jeff Bezos could give every single Amazon employee in the world, like 860,000 people, 105 thousand US dollar pandemic bonus every worker a hundred and five thousand US dollar bonus and still be as rich as he was at the beginning of the pandemic so like they're getting 0.1 percent of that though (laughs) so like the the, you know the fact that they're doing all of this union busting surveillance like all this aggressive stuff Mm. is to prevent something from happening and that they are scared and this is this these are actually not the actions Mm. of a secure um uh, rule of the world that's in charge of all its surveys. So to to be clear, like that's what's, what I find really interesting is they always introduce this stuff for the reason of non. It's, it's always introduced for this really benign reason, but then it transpires that it gets used for the stuff you're talking about. Sorry, what was the benign reason for introducing the monotron? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the benign reason for introducing the monotron was a combination of things. It was looking at like abnormal abnormal temperatures and um, movements of, of of like items throughout the uh, throughout the factory, including like equipment. 
but mm-hmm. also it's connected with this panorama system that then monitors and analyzes the actual people. And again, they say it's for um, making sure that people are uh, safely complying with like PPE and staying yeah. distant from one another. Being themselves and having fun but with the it. the problem is, right? Yeah, just like trying to like feel the space, you know? Don't think of it as surveillance. Think of it as more of a vibe check. An audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's you're doing improv for Bezos. That's right. But yeah. what, what they say, and, and what's interesting, right, is this idea of this great crisis has ramped up this surveillance, right? Because we think, oh, we have to surveil everybody. But because this surveillance is being done by companies that have a real interest in surveilling their workers, you can never trust that it's not going to be done for that same thing. But also, David, going back to something you said earlier, why keep what ca- how automated can you make the human body? I am, and I think Alice knows where I'm about to go with this. I'm once again pushing my big Italian futurism button. That um, much, I, I think so. We're doing full metalization. <laughs> Read the last twenty pages of Gravity's Rainbow for eight hours a day until you achieve a transcendent state, <laughs> where like if the one of the like core sort of strange artistic philosophies of fascism, the Italian futurists, they were obsessed with the idea of the transformation and directionality of the human body with industrial production. That they, that they, they loved warfare because it was so dynamic and mobile and the smell of thermite and all this stuff. But the idea was to turn the human body into a machine as much as possible and to have like this modernist idea of greatness that way. And I think the, the sort of infinite and infinitely variable surveillance that I think a lot of workers are now being forced to undertake is kind of the realization of the futurist's dream. Yeah, but stripped out of, yeah, but would, stripped out of all the ideology. I mean, yeah. I think what, yes. what, to go yeah, back to James... that's why it's so funny. No, that's why it's so tragic. I mean, to go back to James's point, it's right? Bo- it's both. So, it's both. So, you know, <laughs> to give some background here about, you know, where James and I are at in this, in our organizing against Amazon, you know, we had this big day, day of action on Black Friday we had this coalition of workers and activists 200 representing 200 million people around the world who were engaged in strikes and solidarity actions to say as it's the slogan of the campaign that we're going to make Amazon <clears throat> make Amazon pay now Amazon's re- response to this organizing has been to basically do a co- big comps push around the holiday season to say uh, mm-hmm. we are a big happy family and put out these cheesy american you know th- you know cr- christmas ads of siblings and family members who work in the same warehouse. Uh, oh, social, yeah, that's cool. That's so fucked up. Oh, yeah, no. Really, oh, no, really stepmother, you're stuck in the fulfillment drone. But, you know, yeah. Alice, this is, I mean, this is my, my point is to say, you know, were this to be matched one for one with an ideology that could give meaning to the mechanization of the human body? Of course, it'd be more dangerous on the one side, right? It would have, wouldn't have the vulnerabilities that James is describing where it seems so contradictory yeah, but it wouldn't be so banal wouldn't be so mm. fucking banal. That's, that's why i find it so funny is that we've done the the weirdness of marinetti right of having like futurist dining where you eat a big plate of nuts and bolts and then a guy sprays petrol in your face <laughs> yeah. but like it's been designed entirely like algorithmically no, you, by you this know what it means point. it means we're basically having a mar a, a marinetti themed futurist restaurant but with like um, Norman Rockwell art on the walls and with just a McDonald's amount of sort of standardization in the back. Yes, and it's all by accident. It's the yes. Marinetti like- burger. <laughs> the, the McBolt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, 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 it's, I, I think Marinetti Actually, really I'm, is. I'm sorry for saying yeah. the McBolt when the McNutt was right there. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Milo, apologize. You, you, we are holding you accountable for missing that. That's right. Never hold me accountable. Miss me yeah. with that shit. To, um, to the listeners, I will not be held accountable. I um, refuse. 
So, I mean, the thing is, right, like we've been talking about Amazon surveillance for a while. And one of the reasons we bring it up is in addition to having this like actual like into looking, looking again at how the strategy for resisting Amazon has to like touch everything more than Amazon sort of directly touches. Also looking at how Amazon has used the pandemic to step up things like surveillance and union monitoring and so on. Um, and, and that these these contradictions continue to heighten. Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Oh, because really by the way, here's another thing. AWS Panorama, not just limited to Amazon. A lot of people are using it. Oh, well, that's good. Um, see, so basically... It's not um, really a panorama unless you do it everywhere. Yeah, so I guess in that sense. AWS Panopticon. Linguistically, it satisfies me. <laughs> I lo- yeah, I, lo- I love an AWS monorama. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's more of an AWS peep show, actually. Um, so basically, so Siemens is now using it to monitor traffic flows from the FT. Siemens is using it to monitor traffic flow in unspecified cities. Oh, and, that's good. Yeah. I like it when the cities are unspecified. <laughs> well, that, like, never, that never well, it raises just, any alarm. Just say the cities. Yeah. Well, well, we, we, yeah. it, you're only making your case worse yeah. if, you just, if you unspecify. But if you remember, right, like, um, I think it was Oxford had all of these traffic, like, traffic monitoring cameras that it then repurposed to monitor people's faces for if they were wearing face masks in around March. Wow, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cool. yeah, you know, we always say that the, the politics of rollout are different than the politics of rollback. And yeah. we're not thinking about the path dependency of this pandemic at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're raising exactly this, this point. I just it's amazing to think about when this is all over, mm-hmm. how much of this stuff is just going to stick around. Because well, you know what Microsoft mm-hmm. have now patented? I don't know if you saw this. Microsoft have patented an attention and an attentiveness and mood monitor, an AI-based attentiveness and mood monitor for meetings. Oh, it's fucking life coach be- clippy. For fuck's sake. <laughs> That'll be fine because they'll just like release new versions of it. It'll just get worse and worse and worse until the point to which it doesn't work at all, and that'll oh, yeah, be fine. Yeah, but it's just it's just it's just gonna be clippy being like smile more and you're gonna get fired. This is, this is a great future to live in if you like the shot collar thing. If you don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you guys. The future is just like, Alice's kink. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm thriving. I'm thriving. So, I'm having a great time. So I think that's I'm I'm about I'm about full of vegetables. Shall we have a little bit of dessert? Sure. But uh, hey, David, if someone's feeling pissed off about Amazon, is there a website <laughs> they can visit? There absolutely is, Riley. If you type in make Amazon pay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful handoff, by the way. Just a perfect. Yeah. That's right, right. Yeah. Uh, so now that all the brush strokes have been shown, do you yeah. want to finish the URL? Yeah, no. So if you go to makeamazonpay.com, you'll find uh, you know the coalition that has mobilized in the, in this in this big campaign, which includes includes our progressive international as well as massive global trade union federations like Union Global Union, the ITUC, as well as organizations like Momentum, Closer to Home, and, and the Sunrise Movement in the United States. And also the second phase, is, which kicked off um, this week, which was the, the Parliamentary Alliance, uh, MPs around the world who have pledged to stand with this new movement to make Amazon pay. And you can mm. find their names as well. And of course, join our list of common demands and support striking workers through our strike front. And now they're all going to be spied on. Yeah. Just, yeah. Although yeah. quite a few of them were already. Corbyn was spied on by, uh, uh, by Amazon and, and uh, Pinkerton's last year. 
which I which I love. It was an event I organised. It's brilliant. Really? <laughs> yeah. if, if if you're not getting spied on, you're not doing something right. And Very true. The more people they have to spy on, the less the quality yeah. of spying will be. Amazon uh, and the, the Pinkertons stars, are the passionate the about ending anti-Semitism. <laughs> I don't see. So what we need to do is, is everyone needs to go to Amazon warehouses and just fill them for a while. You know, yeah. it's not illegal. Do some audits. Yeah, do some audits. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Do, do, be one of those weird YouTube guys who just goes to warehouses and like films, and then a guy comes up to ask you to not film, and you just get in his shit and be yeah. like, "Can I see your security?" <laughs> the, most, the most alarming thing is when you're doing an audit of an Amazon warehouse, and then suddenly you see Dave Courtney there doing the same thing, and you're like, "Oh no, no, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> this is illegal. illegal at all." <laughs> Uh, he would never do something legal. No. So look, I've I found a couple of um of more Amazon services. Uh, there is one thing I think is I mean this isn't really sort of um uh, dessert, but Amazon Finance uh has now is you know using their own proprietary AI with like banks like Barclay Card to give credit scores to people so they can buy stuff on Amazon. Oh, wow. we've we've gone further than robo signing for mortgages and just like. Now we're not even doing the signing. Now it's just robo. It's, it's, it's robo signing for like I don't know, like um, Avenger, an Avengers flat brim that was made in Bangladesh. That sounds that sounds pretty good. I mean, I I can I can speak to the fact that uh, Amazon systems are just absolute dog shit. After like this week, I it took me four attempts to try and buy an Amazon gift card for my nephew in America, and I still haven't been able to do it because every time they you insist bought a transaction. Gift card. Well, that's true. They insist that this transaction is fraudulent. Even to the point where they asked me for a copy of my credit card statement to determine that it was my credit card. And I sent it to them and they said, no, you're committing fraud on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So anyway, I'm glad that these people are going to be- thought that in- maybe you were? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, maybe I was. Maybe you yeah, don't maybe like the nephew. algorithm knows better than you do. Yeah, yeah maybe. But like, what I I'm think- not really me. And only Amazon knows this. So- Am- the Amazon, they're like existentialist philosophers. No. A- Amazon knows it <laughs> and every other company that buys their services. <laughs> That's right. A- Amazon, Amazon knows that you're only really you when you're drunk. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, so basically, so the, the, all of these AI and machine learning methods for credit scoring completely unauditable, absolutely inside these companies, black boxes, and almost certainly something that is going to get securitized mm. at some point. So watch yeah. out for mm. that. But absolutely. there's no way that that could be put to any kind of nefarious purpose or to like underwrite financial regulation somehow. No. no. Incidental. I love yeah. to. I love to trade collateralized Avengers box. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um. So the, the, the Financial Stability Board notes specifically that applications of AI and machine learning to credit scoring could result in new and unexpected forms of interconnectedness between financial markets and uh, big tech institutions. Oh, I hate when there's new and unexpected forms of connectedness <laughs> between tech markets and mm. the last yeah. thing you said. Yeah, that sounds what like could something go wrong? that happens to you when you're at the, the Eyes Wide Shut party. Yeah, that's right. New and unexpected forms of interconnectedness <laughs> supplied by Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Bezos comes and just, we, he's like the- Where he's else like the, do you get the mask for the Eyes Wide Shut he, party? He's like eBay.co.uk? <laughs> hardly. He's, he's, like the, he's like the piss guy at Bergheim. He just wants to touch your balls with his head. That's right. He's like um, the piss guy at Bergheim. He's in the toilets at Bergheim and he wants you to piss on him. Oh, sorry. He is the piss guy yeah, at Bergheim. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I should clarify that. <laughs> How do you think the piss guy at Bergheim is always there? How does he have that much free time? He's a billionaire. <laughs> What's like, if you're a billionaire, like you've got to be like the last thing. Like, What is the last thing I can want? And it's probably being pissed on in I the just toilet. want to say I'm... 99% sure the last time I was on the podcast, we talked about the piss guy per time. He talks about this every episode. Okay, all right. Just, yeah. just want to, just want to Yo, check uh, in so, that. But here's one that's really funny. Uh, it's a new service called Amazon Explore. I'm going to mm, ask okay. everybody, quick guess, what does it do starting with James? 
Amazon Explore. Um, I, it's a genetics thing, I reckon. Explore yourself. No, that's too. That's that's not stupid enough. It's way stupider. <laughs> it matches you to a product based on your buying, based on your consumption patterns. No, they already do that. Uh, is it the <laughs> founding? The of the Excel, <laughs> is it the founding of the settler colonial state of Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> this does yeah, no. This does involve Emperor South America. Pedro it the does second involve Bezos. South America. So the, yeah. it, well, it's the, travel. It's it, an Airbnb. Is it going to contact yes. like uncontacted Amazonian peoples to then give them modern diseases? So, hmm. Alice and David are closest, but okay. it is, let's say it's a pandemic-friendly travel service. Uh, Zoom travel. You get into this yes. big Zoom, yes. Zoom travel. Zoom. James, James, James got it. <laughs> oh no, it's GeoGuessr, basically. <laughs> no, but it's GeoGuessr with like a very it's, strange psychopolitics it, angle. Is that that game where you just get dumped in the middle of somewhere on street view and you have to work out where it is? Yeah, yeah I love that game. Yeah, yeah, Wait, hold good. on. So what is this thing? So Amazon Explore is basically Amazon Explore. It's basically a Zoom travel agent where. Uh, I mean, that's what it's a zoom where basically the like it's the equivalent of having a friend in a different country. <laughs> the banality <laughs> of this is just where so you pay like I don't know like a hundred pounds or whatever, and then like uh. someone who lives in Sao Paulo like just walks you around the city on Zoom. Oh, that that sucks. Cool. That's literally Google Street View. Yeah, wait, you can just do that God for free. Jesus. Yeah, uh, but you don't have you know you, you don't have the the intimacy and the oh my god, there's no, no way to sell right, it. No, that's there's what they're no selling. Sell it. That's what they're selling. I, I am being paid less <laughs> there's than no way. Wage. There's no do way. Have, do you have the copy? Uh, yeah, listen, I don't like I don't I don't like finding out what's in Sao Paulo if I don't get the girlfriend experience with it. <laughs> yeah. so, Oh, the, the Jao Eichmann is showing me around Sao Paulo. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend, Jao Eichmann. Yeah. yeah. That's and, phase two. And these are some of my favorite busts. Oh, God, don't be Hitler. Don't be Hitler. Don't be Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why does he keep showing me the naval mechanics school? Look, my father named me Adolf Hitler, but he didn't realize who that was. He just thought it was a cool guy. Uh, so basically, here is an article from someone in a Telegraph travel writer who must have been running out of things to write, who did an Amazon Explore trip um, to South America, where mm. his host, Daniela, taught him a personalized over Zoom empanada cooking class. So Ooh. it's like a combination. It's not that difficult to cook an empanada. <laughs> well, you know, Daniela, mm. he says, was brilliant. She was vivacious, had superb English, and in true Blue Peter fashion, very good German. had prepared <laughs> several <laughs> stages of the empanada beforehand. She talked me through the history of the humble dish the ingredients, the chopping and cooking, and show me how to master the crimping. Mm. I didn't do the less- With a fork! You can use a fork, it's- Yeah. I'm sorry, I- <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this is basically like how to make one of those annoying recipes in real life. Like, you get like a 10-hour explanation before you get to how to make an empanada. But, but, but what it is, is it's like you've gone to visit a friend in Sao Paulo, but Amazon- I'm sorry, not Sao Paulo, I don't know why I was getting on Sao Paulo, I think this is in Argentina. But Amazon- oh. No, German's there. <laughs> <But> Amazon. <laughs> but Amazon is mediating the transaction and taking a big cut of that person having a Zoom call a, with a you. A big slice of your empanada. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Um, I eat your empanada. So it sounds like chat roulette without the masturbation. Yeah. 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 That's what I did. Or with it. I, we don't know so, how yeah, people depends. are going to use Amazon Explore. I don't think anything could have as many masturbating men as chat roulette. This is where we go back to just the, no. ban the banality of it all. You know, like they're going to make this so vanilla. If you're going to do Amazon Explore, let people do 
all the perverted things that they would do (laughs) exploring the world as people explore it. Don't give them any ideas. I've already given them the weird gene idea. I mean, that's terrifying. (laughs) They'll definitely be doing that next week. Yeah. uh, No, they are trying to get into health. First of all, first of all, I'm I'm actually, I'm actually Amazon. I'm actually, Alexander Lukashenko is running my tour group. (laughs) I'm just saying. Come Zoom to look at very good potato farm. We are on tractor. When you are on tractor, there is no coronavirus. Very good. I'm le- I'm learning so much about that. Such a good oh, yeah. Lukash. The guy does a great Lukashenko. That's a great Lukashenko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also le- legitimately did say that the tractor will keep everyone healthy. The other day. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, what? That what such a pure Soviet vibe. Honestly, like what's yeah. honestly like compare that to I don't know whatever Matt Hancock says is Lukashenko more wrong? Yeah, no. I'd like to see Lukashenko have a go at parkour actually. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but uh, back to the empanada thing. The great way to learn about your body. <laughs> uh, back to the empanada thing. Um, as as the cla- the like hour long Zoom call is over, I wish I could send them to you. She said, um, "Not being able to eat at the end now is a you bit can sad." With Amazon Mail. <laughs> yeah, but, like, isn't that just like th- that? Really catches me as remember. Okay, remember that meme. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Yeah. This. This Telegraph journalist didn't make the empanada at the same time with Daniel. No. He just he just watched. watched. No, no, no. He, he just, just watched, watched someone else. So I told you, fucking it's creepy. already it's already giving way to allowing people to be perverted. Uh, He's edgy. This is, I this like, is to like watch. what's that, what's that Korean thing? That, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. People like watch each other eat or whatever. Yeah. That's 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 the most perverse shit in the world. No, I mean that's what Blue Van Man is. What really strikes me about this, right, is. As she says at the end, oh, I wish I could send them to you. It's very much like that. Like that, there's that right wing meme aborted GF, which is <laughs> which is like oh, Amazon GF. Amazon girlfriend. I wish I could just send you empanadas, Anna. Uh-huh. I wish I could send you empanadas. Oh, uh, you look cold. You should get this Avengers sweater. Aborted <laughs> <laughs> GF provided by Amazon. They are. It is just more and more of that. Like um. Of the, of the normal social interaction that they are basically like privatizing and monetizing to the point of a Zoom call with someone who shows you how to make an empanada has been branded as travel. Yeah. Somehow. That's right. Um, Again, I cannot stress how easy it is to make an empanada enough. <laughs> it's, it's a very sad Also, and I, and also what's stress. wrong with the, with the YouTube... Uh, tutorial. Indeed. I, I, I love a YouTube tutorial. On, it's on, all exact, there. It's all on exactly that, Alice. I cannot stress enough how easy it is to be the travel writer for the Telegraph. <laughs> oh, <right>. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, interaction are, are uh, not really pulling. You just have to be born here. into one of certain families, and you don't basically have to do anything else, actually. That's, <laughs> That's pretty right. much it. Yeah. Um, well, I, but it's, it's, so I, just, I look, I love like Amazon just again, because when you have infinite capital, whether that's through capital markets, like a company like Netflix, or because you just have an unlimited amount of money to invest, like Amazon, you just try so much fucked up shit. You try so much weird, bizarre stuff that goes nowhere because mm. you're, you have more of an incentive to just like see if there's a market to capture and just spend enough money seeing it just, you know, what if we monopolize um, something like a personalized YouTube masterclass? So what if sad. that? And I love when I sign up for a gastronomy tour over Zoom of North Jersey and then the guy answers the call and goes, now normally I'd be shot for being Italian. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's right. It's- I, do like, I do like North Korea. I do a North Korea tour oh, yeah. on Amazon. Yes. That would be good. Where they show I you just, how to make an empanada. The idea that all this yeah. is happening at the same time as our governments are like, no, we can't spend money. 
Like we no, we can't. We can't. We can't have any any anything anything nice. And Jeff Bezos you is would like, like a nice thing. Amazon yeah. Explorer. Yeah. Nine hundred dollar COVID <laughs> relief. Like how many? Uh, yeah. Like how how many people at, for the salaries of just all the people whose job it is to administer Amazon Explorer? Yeah, that's like. That's a government program for like a region or a state. Oh, right yeah. Yeah, this is the reason why we're not going to Mars. Yeah. If you care mm. Speaking about that, of not going to Mars, we're though, doing empanadas. I would be remiss if I didn't mention this amazing quote that James and I were sent the other day, where someone was like, "So you're the fucking richest person in history. What are you going to do with all that money?" And Jeff Bezos, right? This is in the context of like roiling labor struggles in Amazon warehouses. The employment of the Pinkertons to intimidate and spy on trade unions and social movements around the world. Jeff Bezos goes, "Yeah, I guess the, really the only way I can imagine using this money is uh, space travel." <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> "What only thing he can think of? <laughs> what the only thing? What if there are unions in space? <laughs> yeah, gotta there, bust them. There will be unions in space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trade federation. Uh, Alex, can you play the communism <laughs> drop, please? Oh God, where is it? Also, yeah, play play the documentary Red Faction Guerrilla. Oh yeah. Red Planet, Red World, baby. Um, yeah. Now that's some hauntology. Freeze on Mars. So uh, we've got we got I've got a reading series to bring us to the end. Nothing to do with Amazon. Um, but it is well, very in, in, in as yeah. much as anything can be nothing. Oh, to oh, do almost with certainly, AWS was involved in me getting the text of this. Um, however, I want to finish this off with a reading series because my God, I don't read this guy often, but when I do, it's always I'll a treat. The fuck out because man. he is one of the biggest <laughs> brain motherfuckers in Britain. That's right, Brendan O'Neill. <laughs> no, no, I think he is a bigger brain than Brendan. Actually, just he uses wow. it more subtly. What kind of hat is he wearing? Well, uh, he does have some opinions. He's wearing a veil. He does have some opinions oh, on different this kinds guy. of headgear. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Passport to Lilico. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, we, no, we are, we, are all, we are all the Lilum, but instead of, yeah. uh, instead of an Evangelion ways, we are all loving Andrew Lilico's brilliant new mm. article for The Telegraph. Can I, re- can I read the Nakab tweet before you start? Uh, I'm going to read the title, then you do the, the Nakab tweet. So okay. the title. Boris must seize on this vaccine breakthrough to lead us into a brighter future. A moment of opportunity is coming. A fiesta, a resurge of relief, a recovery. Oh, no. oh man, okay. there's so, so many words my favorite, there. My favorite Andrew Lillico tweet. One thing, this is verbatim, by the way, so quote, One thing about this photo, and I've noticed this in practice when I visited majority Muslim countries where veiling was more common, when you can only see their eyes, that makes women look really sexy. <laughs> I, I can't help feeling that's not entirely the intended effect. Yeah. You're, you're right there, Andrew. I believe yeah, the colonizer. Yeah, the woman. The woman in the cab. She she irritates yeah. the colonizer. I just want to. I just yeah, want to clarify, verify one piece of this. The word fiesta is in the title of this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, a, a fiesta, a siesta. No, no time for siesta. That's right. Andrew's having a great time with like face masks being a thing right now. His mm. worldview is absolutely amazing. It just sort of thinks that well, you know, if only if Boris had more, you know, vim and vigor, then everything would just happen. It all just stems from. Uh, well, he is essentially what Andrew Lillico is a fundamentally medieval outlook on the world, where he believes that like the this sort of the energy and vim of the king provides the sort of the body politic with its sort of physical yeah, presence. 
And the lascivious women of the Turk are... That's right. <laughs> the, the man is just a walking copy of Orientalism. <laughs> he's, he's basically like mirror universe Edward Said. Um, but what I think is interesting is he is medieval and also in the sense that he believes that like the collective prosperity is a function of the collective morality mm. and the capacity mm-hmm. to of submit the collective before God, which he interprets as like the nation as filtered through the lens of capital. So the more you can learn to code, the more sort of the economy sort of smiles upon you. But, yeah. it, but he sees it in explicitly moral terms. That Why won't Jeff Bezos cure my scrofula? Yeah, this reminds me of one of my other favorite Andrew Lillico columns. We can all get rich by melting these heavy metals in a cauldron. <laughs> so I'm going to do, do a, few, um, a, few, a few lines from this article. 2020 has been a grim year, to be sure, but it has also been a year in which we have been drawn together. That may seem like an odd mm. thing to say. For much of this year, we have literally been separated by restrictions. Yeah, cool. Why, Andrew? Yeah, you might say that. He's so smart. Even when we can meet, we do so through masks and at a distance. Yeah, hornily. Yeah. <laughs> hornily. Yeah, at a distance, separated by this giant boner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on, on the political front, there has been a wide gap between those that accuse the government of negligently allowing tens of thousands of people to die. Right. Yeah. The, but, some people have done that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, because that happened. Mm. And those that condemn the government as stupefyingly authoritarian and wildly disproportionate in its restrictions. So these two groups Lawrence are the Fox. same as each yeah. other. There's no, there's no difference between these two groups. Those are just two different opinions which you can have. Mm. And no one Certainly can say no whether any of them is right or not. quantity between those groups. No. And also, like, the other thing, right, is I, to, just to sort of ta- harken back to us talking earlier about Amazon's restrictions in those senses, like... You can see how how Amazon is going to use those restrictions to directly profit to directly profit itself by monitoring people as time goes on. And you can also criticize fairly, I think, the government, which has a history of being very, let's say, not civil liberties minded, using quite a few of these laws as uh, preconditions for cracking further down civil liberties. However, what Andrew Lillico uh, means is, I don't want to wear a mask. Don't want to. <laughs> yeah. no. The women do that to make me horny. I don't, I don't, I don't do want to, that. What if I hit someone horny? What if yeah. I see myself in the mirror? I get horny. That's the worst. Right. You went very Joe Rogan there. That's like something he would ask. Um, <laughs> having seen this entire country placed under house arrest for weeks at a time, the list of measures we... Oh, we, not house arrest. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you have to work That's at home. the worst kind. Um, the list of measures we in future proclaim tyranny and all but name may grow shorter. Now, we have an opportunity to have a uniquely British common moment. Okay. Oh boy. I hate when we have yeah. those. I, get, I don't Not know what he means boarding by boarding school. If we had one of those, <laughs> I'm not sure what he means by uniquely British. Yes, with vaccines approved and secured, we may start vaccinating a month or more ahead of other countries. With resolution, wow. commitment, and competent execution, yeah. we could have had all. We could have well, all, we're not gonna have that. No, no. <laughs> heavens, no. We might manage to fuck it up a month ahead of other countries fucking <laughs> it up. Yeah. Yeah, where Matt Hancock just gets all of the vaccines in his arm. That's right. Yeah. Matt Hancock becomes super immune. Yeah, one of the vaccines just has 5G microchips like make you gay in them, but it's only the British one. It's just, <laughs> Sorry, that one doesn't work. All of the others are fine. They, but they've got this so they've written like Matt Hancock, he's an absolute comms genius. He's completely worked out what he's gonna do. The, all the vials of the vaccine are gonna have the Union Jack on them, like keep Scotland in the Union. Which is so hey, genius because Scotland. remember every time you've ever had an yeah. injection. Remember every injection you've had, you spend ages like staring at 
the vial. Like, it gets handed to you, right? right? Like, like it's a fine the right wine. Like, make is this the one. right one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, oh, no, this vaccine has the ISIS flag on. <laughs> oh, no, I've become a bimbo. <laughs> yeah. you, get, you get injected with it and you just suddenly the oud starts playing. Like, <laughs> it says, uh, they say, um, we could remove all these restrictions. This leaves us with a very common British experience, the smugness of exceptionalism. Going right into oh, food shortages. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I love How that. many deaths did Vietnam have oh, sorry. this week? Is smugness of exceptionalism. That's a good thing, apparently. That's a good thing. That's a thing that's good when we have it. Yes. What? Okay. I, I love this that, like, he correctly knows what the word smug means, but he doesn't understand that it exclusively has negative connotations. <laughs> like, he has, no, he has no ear for tone whatsoever. So is it finally I get to be smug? He's the opposite of a dog in that he understands what things literally mean, but has, cannot understand intonation. You know. I, I look at British history and I think so often to myself, you know what this needs is more smugness. Yeah, absolutely. Just as a nation, as a nation, we're so humble and perhaps to a fault. Out of the darkness and into a new dawn with Boris as the man to lead us. Oh, he's been going to the oh, ominous boy. camp again. Well, also, he's going <laughs> to learn how to write ominous. But I said he's a fundamental, he has a fundamentally medieval outlook. This, I'm not yeah, joking. The king and the land are one. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the, with, Which means the land is also like pretending it's not devastated by having had coronavirus. Which actually adds up. So yeah. that makes with, sense. Yeah. With uh, uh, the, the smugness of, of like rushing a vaccine to production by doing fewer precautionary checks on it after having had the highest per capita death count in the world. It's cool. Hmm. Well, then this is one of those things where like it's kind of infuriating because like it's like stopped clocks, right? Like, I think actually, and, and I may end up being proven wrong on this, but I think like rushing the vaccine through is probably the right thing to do because the risk versus the amount of people it will stop from dying is probably good. Yeah, but w when we find out that like 10 years after you get it, it makes your dick and balls fall off. Great. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Great. I'll be Finally, laughing, I will be but free. But aside from that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what the turfs were worried about. The yeah. whole country transes up. Because <laughs> finally, when kids start shouting at me, you have a really small dick, I'll say, you're technically wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. The, the, okay. So you get the vaccine, and ten years later, everybody gets transed out by it in the opposite direction. Yeah. Right. Then we'll all have learned a valuable lesson. But like, it was still probably worth. I want to see if... bimbified Matt Hancock. That would yeah. be sick. Matt Hancock with his giant jugs. Let me put Matt yeah. Hancock into Face App here, and I'll, I'll post. I, that I really in, want in Matt Hancock to get the ISIS yeah. vaccine. Okay. That would be cool. Like he's on live on TV getting vaccinated, and they inject it with him, and just like suddenly, <laughs> without his control from the army. He's been vaccinated and just like one finger goes up into the air. Injected by a mischievous Dr. H. Yeah. So, um, a little more of, of, of Lilico's words. Though unemployment will rise and we might well face a second wave of economic crisis turning to financial crisis, again, because of like Lilico says he's the ethical champion of austerity because of what he says. Um, mm. it's, it's, we had to have no lockdown measures, the highest per capita death count in the world. Also, we could just prove some kind of chivalric point against the French. I just the the idea in the, the whole thread running through this, of course, because it's being written. This is being written for one man. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not for us. It's not for the readers of the Telegraph. It's for Boris Johnson. Yeah, and it, just this whole notion that he's still a, a leader capable of kind of 
this heroic he almost leadership. died genuinely much i think much closer than anyone just acknowledged. what you know at least in the united states we had ben garrison who was churning out you know the and the imagery to support this kind of image I mean, there's no this is the last the telegraph's the last bastion of like meek desperate fiesta laden text mm. No, no one's it, drawing Boris with a huge hog, and I think that we're, they, no. we're the poorer for we it. Ben Garrison. The other night on the Boris. news, Channel Four News was interviewing people in some town in the north about like what what the you know the political temperature of the country or whatever, and uh, the temperature is high because of coronavirus. And uh, they there was one couple on the street. They were just like they asked them what they thought of the government, and she went, "Boris Johnson's the best prime minister we've ever had." And my mum just went. What? <laughs> I was like, yeah, ma'am, are you having a stroke? Like, can you smell toast? Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, have you just not watched the news at all? Yeah, because he owns the libs. Yeah. Because, because, if, because what, the, what they really want is they want the lib zone. They don't care if, like, everyone they know dies. They don't care about any of the that. Lib zone. Because they just, the only <laughs> thing is, is they just, they want to have a big party that makes everyone else mad. Yeah, the conservative party. Because the, the whole point of politics is now just all these levers you can pull. To try to infuriate people you hate because it's just resentful, online poisoned, like 70 year olds. And that's electoral politics. And so yeah. when you interview people on the street like that, don't be surprised that they give you answers that are basically just like, yeah, he satisfies my various resentments. And so you know, when, when it's kind of a, it's kind of a shame yeah. that having established that. Politics now is just entirely spite. It's a spite-based thing that we uh, elected and ran Britain's nicest man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We yeah. tried to do. Perhaps we. Perhaps we should have got a gigantic piece of well, shit. I mean, we, we were on, mm. on TF. You recall we were promoting the socialism of spite, which is that yes. all of the conservatives yes, we were. they're going to get really well taken care of by the state, and they're going to fucking hate it. Yeah, they will hate and it. And it wasn't enough because the overwhelming niceness of like, you know, rising like lions and stuff diluted that message of fuck you, get the fucking basic healthcare. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is why Bernie Sanders was better, right? Because he just got people's asses mm -hmm. more often. No, but that's but moving back to this article though, this is what I think is really funny, which is that Lilico says Jonathan Van Tam, so the for American listeners out there, are Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, says we should not have a national party to celebrate the end of the crisis. But why not? <laughs> it's damned un maybe, damned un-British of them. Maybe because that's like the worst thing you can do in an ongoing pandemic. <laughs> maybe that. Well, no, it's because like the way to understand Lilico is like a death cultist, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, this is fully the death trap. Yeah, this like, is if if I can't celebrate the end of the pandemic by spitting in my friends' faces, what even is the point of calling you know myself? Actually, you know the exact energy that Lilico reminds me of here is. I mean, Alice will know this. So basically, on the latest Britonology that we recorded about the Falklands War, which will be coming out this month. Uh, there was a part where a bunch of nutters on the Falkland Islands were surprised by the Argentine invasion because they couldn't hear the helicopters because they were having a party celebrating the Queen's birthday that was too loud. <laughs> <laughs> that is Andrew yeah, Lillico all Anglo the time. Stuff. This is just yeah, this is yeah, fucked yeah. Anglo vibes. He is the most fucked Anglo vibes person in the entire world. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, very much so. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is a typology that I invented <laughs> between fucked Anglo vibes and based Anglo vibes. Yeah, based Anglo vibes is like train set in a shed. Yeah. Fucked mm. Anglo vibes is this shit right here. <laughs> so yeah, and then we've we've also got based Euro vibes and fucked Euro right, vibes. Right. Yeah. I can like, I can see how, yeah, how yeah, yeah. this is. So um yeah. he says, let us have a national holiday, a day to celebrate and party. 
preparing <sighs> for it could give it could give us something to do over the coronavirus. last <laughs> coronavirus is in many ways the people's princess <laughs> preparing for it could give us something to do over the last few weeks of heavy restrictions so yeah just you know what mm. to do at home on a rainy day is prepare to give yourself covid i mean i, I changed Assassin's my mind creed it's nine thousand hours long i changed my mind this this article was written for two people it's written for boris and obviously the man himself yeah. who's just twiddling his thumbs at home desperate for a party so we can give everybody COVID, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and ironically, the only person that has read this is us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Neither of those two saying. people have read it. Lilico hasn't read <laughs> it. Sure Otherwise, he might have edited it. <laughs> so it says, so Boris, schedule the vaccinations, announce the national holiday date, do a big speech on the day, and then lead us forward and out. About, tell us about the future coming. Tell us about the lab-grown meat we will eat in the future. Tell us about the wonders of AI. Monica, why are you excited about lab-grown meat? I don't even believe that this is real. <laughs> of driverless cars and robot butlers. He says AI butlers, but I edited him on the fly because he says AI twice in the same sentence. He said, read it again. So he said- AI cars and AI butlers. Yeah, he says, tell us of the wonders of AI, of the driverless cars and AI oh butlers. Oh my God. Come on. <laughs> He's obsessed with treats. I guess you guys are just obsessed with masochism here. I mean, reading this uh, is truly He just wants a sex robot. This is the this is the this is the basest and this is the most debased form of He truly, wants to put truly. Asimo in a niqab and fuck him, and I think that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the bridge between Scotland and Northern Ireland. Yeah, the one that's literally impossible to build. Yeah, but tell again, us about impossible, that, impossible to build, but also shit and now useless because of Brexit. But basically, is just extremely funny. But, but this is why you have to understand Lilico as the ultimate example of the guy who's still holding on to the like morality of Le Chanson de Geste. He still believes that, like, if you bl- if just blow the horn loud enough, and if you believe then the sort of invading Moors from, from Spain will just fall at the Make Pyrenees. Make you really horny because yeah. of what they're wearing. With the sexy women, yeah. 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 Right, there's this idea that if we just have the right leader and we all have the right moral fiber, then it doesn't matter that a bridge between Scotland and Northern Ireland is an expensive, impossible boondoggle. It will be made because to happen. Because we're trying to yeah. build it over a trench filled with our own bombs. <laughs> it will yeah, be made, cool. it will work because we simply, because a wizard will do it. Yeah. yeah, because the because capitalism is basically a wizard it's, who it's does not chanson du geste. It's it's more dark. To draw the Jeff Bezos, dude, are you talking about? We, oh, no. we already have the guy who's going to. Oh yeah, he we believes something that. that could actually use up a lot of his money, like more than he's expecting, <laughs> right, right. like a bridge that keeps blowing up. Yeah, build a bridge on top of bombs <laughs> on some really deep and stormy sea. If you yeah. guys don't think yeah, that we have to there rebuild are it multiple Lilicos inside Amazon HQ pitching things like. Amazon Explore, mm-hmm. where you Multiple get a fucking Lilicos is too dangerous of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, like the prestige, but it's just multiple Lilicos. <laughs> get, <laughs> just a basement full of Lilico clones. Yeah. Unsealed yeah. hushed Lilico. Uh, give us a plan for tomorrow, a common mission for our society and culture. We may not agree with it all. There are. We, cho- we choose to build the bridge to Northern Ireland, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. With your vision as our melody, we will have much <sighs> more of a chance to act in harmony. So please, Boris Johnson, being John Malkovich into my head and mm. work me like a puppet. That's right. 
<laughs> this is just bizarre. This is like this man has a brain parasite. Like even like even Boris doesn't think this. Of course he doesn't. Boris doesn't think about this at all. He's just a guy who sort of stumbled dick first in the prime ministership and is kind of having some fun with dick it. First into, I have to say. Have, <laughs> is having some fun with it. But then again, like it's um, it's worse than like that all that Trump God Emperor stuff because mm. all that stuff you can see that it's like half joking. This is so but sincere. Also, at least, at least Trump has an ego that size, whereas Boris Johnson kind of does, but not in this way. No. And so it's just faintly pathetic. It's just simping for Boris Johnson. Yeah, he does so when he's like, "Tell us about the glorious future that's going to come after this ends." Like they've already told us what they're going to do after this ends, which is mega austerity. Yeah. Like they've literally said that, so it's going to suck. Which is just a way for, for, for everyone and but Andrew yeah. Yeah. who loves yeah. it. Yeah, because he, like, he believes, believes in the ethical foundations of austerity. Yeah, but what's really sad about it is that it's not even really good in the end for people like Andrew Lillico, right? Because it just it destroys oh. the entire foundation of our economy because people re- don't realize that actually like those poor people at the bottom of the economy are actually fundamental to the way in which it functions. And when you pull out too many of the little kaplunk sticks, actually the whole thing just fucking explodes. Yeah, and then because it's built on bombs at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is one thing, right, that I'm genuinely opti- optimistic about in the future, and that is uh, it, pretending to be Irish American Joe Biden getting to dictate the terms of the Brexit deal. Um, That's gonna fucking rock. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us to a close here because we've been going for a little while. One last line of Lilico, and, and then we're gonna say goodbye to everyone. The last line of Lilico, mm. and I'm gonna read this in the voice that I think it was intended. Okay, a great moment of opportunity is coming. A fiesta, a surge, a recovery. A society of tomorrow in which we are bonded by suffering. If you join me, (laughs) if you lead us, Boris, we will follow. Herald the dawn and make the next bright day yours forever. Wow, Andrew Gorkiko there. (laughs) Herald the dawn, Boris! (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Harold the fuck out of that door. Has he ever been? Join me in my AI butler room <laughs> at the fiesta. Harold the dawn from TF podcast. <laughs> and make the next bright day yours forever. God, that feels that that really that feels pretty that feels pretty sort of uh, mid-century uh, far right wing, doesn't it? That kind of mm. rhetoric. I think we could Jeff Bezos could use a bit more of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we have Andrew Lillico writing Jeff Bezos' speeches? At right. least the money would sound cooler. I mean, at least his tweets, yeah. so he's not getting DNA tests to see how much of a Lizzo fan he is. <laughs> anyway, right. um, James and David uh, from Progressive International, I want to thank you both uh, for talking to us today. Uh, it has been a real pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks you so much for having me. Uh, where can people find you? Um, generally sitting at home behind my uh, computer on the end of Zoom calls with David. Yeah, look up, yeah. look him up on Monotron. <laughs> <laughs> they have all my information. Uh, oh yeah, uh, if you're if you're listening to this, which you, which you are, um, I have a show on Tuesday the fifteenth uh, at the Sexford Brown doing a preview of my new show. While it's still technically legal, uh, you will have to eat a meal, but the food there's pretty good. That's so pretty good. Uh, yeah, uh, there'll be a link to that in the description. I also might be doing a show on Thursday on the Thursday of that week which will be the 17th if my math serves me correctly and if I am doing that show which I may or may not be the link will be in the description so that's a surprise for both of us (laughs) fantastic yeah Uh, find (laughs) out uh, theme song by Ginseng find it on Spotify listen early listen often don't forget five bucks a month Patreon second episode a week 
Uh, if you uh, still want to buy a shirt, sorry, we did the pre-orders already. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, listen to all the other podcasts that we and our friends yeah. do, and the we live will, stream. Yeah, the stream Thursdays and Sundays at nine. You know what it is. Uh, see you on the pro- on the premium Thursday. Later. Bye. Bye.